Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, this is the real show. (laughs) We had a false alarm a second ago where I (laughs) said it was the show. Apparently it was. I told you it was the show, but you were not satisfied with the content. (laughs) We're running a quality operation here. We can't just let any content through for our listeners. Give me a heads up. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I said, this is the show. (laughs) It's happening (laughs) a couple of times. All right, so you already had your Kahlua. Now you're having a glass of wine. Correct. Yeah, this is excellent. Correct. Yeah, correct, Amundo. It's about to snow here in Alabama in March, y'all. Fuck climate change. 75 <laughs> degrees today. It was a wonderful day, and it's about to snow. It's going to so. snow tomorrow. Where's that global warming? <laughs> we could use a little global warming around here, Al Gore. Thanks a lot. Yeah, so it's gang. We're sorry. So a couple of apologies. One, it's Friday, and we're just not recording. Number two, we have nothing to say about the women tell all at all. So we're just going to pretend like that didn't happen. Women tell all, more like women tell nothing. (laughs) As far as we're concerned, so we watched it. And you know what we learned? Nothing. Zip. Whole lot of nothing. So let's just pretend like that didn't happen. The women yelled at each other, blah, 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 blah. Women be yapping. You know how it goes. They were all on their periods. (laughs) All needing some chocolate, some shopping. (laughs) They all synced up on their cycles. All right, so let's just move on to uh, Iceland, shall we? Iceland. Is that our Icelandic accent? I don't know. Is that what we're going to do? I don't think we have a good Icelandic accent. Vaguely Icelandic. It was vaguely Icelandic. I have to say, too, they had that woman in the spa. She just sounded American. Well, but what I was going to say is, like, that woman was, like, stunningly beautiful and is probably, like, the second least attractive woman in Iceland. Sorry, there's something in there. What do you got in there? You got a bug in there? You got a hair in there? I don't think it's a bug. I think it's just a maybe a little bit of cork. Oh, maybe a little little cork. That you know what? That's good for you. It's a little fiber. That'll all help right. it all go down. We got down. a lot of what a lot of reviews. A lot shout of reviews. Outs? Yeah, I want to go ahead and shout out the reviews because gang, y'all brought it this week. We complained, and I was talking about how low my self esteem was because there was no reviews. Y'all brought it with the reviews, so we got full reviews here. We've got what I'm going to say is Binks Arp. Uh, love the singing. Binksarp, you're going to regret this review. You're welcome. You're going to regret this review. I don't sing about everything <laughs> I do. 
Love this show so much, partially due to the fact that the hosts are so real with their commentary and the singing just elevated it to the next level for me. Damn straight, Binks Arp. Next level singing. Next level. Put us on the voice. If you put us on the voice, all four fucking chairs are going to turn around. Blake, Adam, Extina, whoever the fourth person is, Shakira, Shakira. Wouldn't it be nice (laughs) if we were older? I will outperform Adam Levine on Wouldn't It Be Nice any day of the week. Would not be hard. (laughs) Wouldn't it be nice if we were older and we wouldn't have to it so long? Wouldn't it suck if you sang the Beach Boys? All right. So thank you for your compliments on our singing. Now we're going to sing twice as much. Sorry. All right, Shih Tzu Lover 84, I love the idea that there were 83 Shih Tzu Lovers before her, um, says that we are hilarious. We are indeed. So funny. Glad I found them. Always excited when a new episode pops up. Get excited, Shih Tzu Lover 84. We got a new episode coming your way. 84 might be her birth year. No, I think there was 83 other Shih Tzu Lovers before that, and that was the first number she could get. Okay. Or happy birthday in 1984, totalitarian year. All right, we've got Laura P210 updating her review. This is very lengthy, so I'm just going to read part of it, but we love it. I read it, I printed it out, and I put it on the fridge. Thank you, Laura P210. Um, Thank you, Ryan and Anna, for unapologetically staying true to yourselves and being part of my journey as a new teacher. This was part of her review that she listened to us. That's sweet. You know what? You're a great teacher, Laura P210. And then the review that I saw last week that vanished, thanks to iTunes censorship, that returned again, Boonter Doggy, saying, thank you for your gift of humor to my life. iTunes censorship? Well, I mean, I just, it vanished and then it reappeared. It included a nude pic? <laughs> a dick pic from Boonter Doggy? Free the nipples. <laughs> it was a uh, dog dick pic, though, so it should have been fine. Said that uh, that we have uh, Boonter Doggy giggling, chuckling, and sometimes guffawing with my earbuds in the middle of Costco. Oh. Yeah, Costco is a place of great merriment and mirth anyways. So. I often guffaw at Costco. <laughs> you, we went to Costco the other week, and it was your dystopian nightmare. I, I freaked out. Yeah, you did freak I out a little bit. I almost had to leave. Yeah, right. There were too many people there. Too many rolls it of toilet paper. a bunch of Alabama people. We are also Alabama people, but we're not... We were the people causing... It was... I, those aisles aren't big enough, and the carts are too big, and I'll tell you, the people are big, and the crowds are big, and it was just too much. It was too many. We needed 12 28-ounce cans of tomato soup. <laughs> I feel like COVID, I barely, I barely tolerated people before COVID. And, and now, now, yeah, like, and now. I'm good. <laughs> All right, well, speaking of people that you barely tolerate, you want to give some shout-outs? Yeah, we got a lot of Instagram activity. A lot of action on the Insta. Um, Let's see. Tofu Gestapo sent some uh, pictorial evidence that her husband also is very insistent on a backpack when he goes hiking. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. Maybe don't. Maybe don't fiddle with the mic cords. Cord. Yeah. yeah until Just absentmindedly fiddle with it. <laughs> uh, we're recording this in the bathtub right now. <laughs> I'm going to drop my mic in. Uh, she also sent some evidence of Teddy's weird mouth. Okay. So. so wait, back up a little bit. What's this husband backpack situation? Because I was making fun of you always taking a backpack, even if we go on like a one mile hike. Oh, no, no. I totally remember that. I want to see the photos of the she husband. She sent photos of her husband. With I mean, sorry, you got to get access to our Instagram. Yeah, I keep asking for 
for that. <laughs> you really locked me it's, out of the Insta. Uh, it's just me. All right, what else you got for us on the Insta there? Uh, we've got a message from Bridge mm-hmm. who says she didn't watch The Women Tell All because she wanted to hear it from you. <laughs> and I'm only singing that because she also said bonus points if you know what song that line is from. Uh, Bridge, are you freaking kidding me? Is this a fucking joke, Bridge? <laughs> yeah. Make you going to reference harder. the Gin Blossoms who came to Huntsville about five years ago. We didn't see them live, but we could have. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we know who the gin blossoms are, Bridge. Yeah. We don't see yeah. them live, but, <laughs> but we, we could have. And we definitely know that song. We could have, and we chose not but to. I feel like that's actually a really good song. Like, it holds up. Yeah. I, I feel was... like some, some late 90s songs are crap, as your mom so astutely uh, <laughs> says. Nobody needs to hear, uh, wait, what, what song Look is it? Look around the world, pretty baby. <laughs> It everything you, know what you want it to be. Late '90s song sucks. What's that? Rockabye. That, that song yeah. is awful. That song does suck. Yeah, that song only could have been popular in the '90s, dude. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the Gin. I was a big Gin Blossoms fan. I had the New Miserable Experiences album. I got it from BMG Music Club for twelve cents, and uh, I think a couple of the tracks were kind of messed up. Uh yeah you got nothing to say to no, that i yeah. really don't you know they have the gin blossoms have a very underrated song called cheatin that's like a country themed song that, <laughs> country uh, themed country style song uh-huh. i can't call it cheatin she reminds me of you that's always weird to me when a band does just like one country song yeah just like one sort of country influence and they can play at the honky tonk it's like uh dead flowers from the Rolling Stones. Oh, yeah, sure. Or uh, Hot Dog from Led Zeppelin. Mm. Or yeah. Jessica Simpson's, Simpson's album, Come On Over. Or what? <laughs> Come On Over. I think that's right. What about, uh, did she also did these boots are made for walking. She did. Yeah. That, I feel like that was her like gateway into right, the country. Into, and then right. she was like, I'm going to be a country star. I'm a country singer, y'all. And then she wore those jeans and it was all over. Which jeans? Those high-waisted jeans that she just got, like, lambasted for. I don't remember any of that. So tell me a little more information, please. Is she, it was, she was doing a, like, concert promotion for this country album, and she wore these <laughs> high-waisted jeans. She was, like, a size six. And, I mean, people were just ruthless. Yeah, I hate it when you wear high-waisted jeans and it ruins your career. It wasn't a good look. It really wasn't. Sure, but, but that's also pretty was, unfair. Oh, completely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One, one jeans misstep. I mean, I wore jean shorts <laughs> yeah. for six years, <laughs> like, and I have, have a career. <laughs> years ago. All right, what else is going on on that Insta? Okay, uh, let's see. We've got... Colleen Mm -hmm. sending us a message just wanting to know what some of this drama was that the girls were mentioning on the Women Tell All and saying that we need to send Robin after it. Robin? And she says she just wants to express her absolute shock at what a fucking dick Colton, I mean Clayton, is. Yeah, we'll get to it. Even Colton wasn't this bad. No, no. I've got a lot to say. Gang, we'll get there. You know, we don't have a lot to say about, though. The women tell all. Sorry, Bridge and Colleen. We are not going to cover that at all. And you know what? You missed nothing. Nothing. We also got a message from. 
Sarah. Sarah, okay. Yeah, Sarah from Gothenburg. Ooh, where's she, Gothenburg? She apologized because her phone kept wanting to autocorrect everything to Swedish. Oh, cool. Oh, she's from Sweden? I guess. My yeah. bum is on the Swedish. <laughs> Swedish. My bum is on the Swedish. 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 Big summer blowout. Yoo-hoo. That's... <laughs> Norwegian. I, it's unclear. Right? It's unclear where Arendelle is, isn't it? It's, it's sort of it Scandinavian. Like, well, it's from in the, general. It's from west of the British Isles, or wherever <laughs> Hans is from. <laughs> the Southern Isles. The Southern Isles. Yes. Yeah. Um. Sh- whew, I just sneeze. Okay, let's just do it already. Okay, that was such an adorable sneeze. Adorable. You know, I give a very loud sneeze, and you give me a lot of heck for it. Yeah, because you could, like, blow the house down with your sneeze. I'm the big bad wolf. Hey there, little red riding hood. (laughs) It's like that fucking walrus. (laughs) I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow this house down. The only thing that you're louder at is vomiting. And also, everything else. That also, you do. every single thing I do, Walking, including talking into the microphone, burping existing. into the microphone, scratching my ankle into the microphone. I feel like it sounds like you have like cinder blocks attached to your feet <laughs> when you walk. Boom, boom, boom. Um, she was just asking when we were going to record because she keeps refreshing her podcast app to see if a new episode has come up. Guess what, Sarah? It's right now. Right now. This is when it's happening. It's oh, happening live. I'm sorry. I've been there. I've been refreshing to get something that I wanted uh, refreshed and it didn't come. So I apologize that it's taken so long. And we're not covering the women tell all. Sorry, guys. And I believe that is it. Okay. I have a shout out. To a town that I am going to butcher its pronunciation. Okay. Hafnarfjordor, Iceland. Oh. Yeah, our Icelandic, our one Icelandic listener. Welcome in. <laughs> that is not correct, but whatever. Do you feel good? <laughs> All right. So speaking of Iceland, we get an Indiana Jones style map of uh, Clayton and the four, three ladies flying to Iceland. All together, a little dotted line from uh, the U.S. to Iceland. And uh, we get a nice photo montage of Iceland, a volcano, a puffin. A bunch of geysers. Yeah, geysers exploding. That's a little foreshadowing right there. (laughs) (laughs) The waves crashing on icebergs. Meanwhile, Clayton, I'll tell you what is built up pressure that's ready to explode like a geyser is Clayton's feelings. He says he's been holding back, protecting himself. Trying to make sense of his feelings. Just call him Louisa from Encanto. <laughs> Is that her name? Yeah. Drip, drip, drip. Pressure like a do, 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 Whoa. Give it to your sister. Your sister's stronger. Pressure like a drip, drip, drip. That'll never stop. Whoa. Pressure that'll tip, tip, tip. Till you just go bash. <laughs> Clayton have feelings. <laughs> Pressure. <laughs> Fuck you, Clayton. Yeah. I feel like I don't feel bad at all now about all of the fun that we've been making yeah. of this giant 
monster loser. But we knew. We knew this whole time that he was. I mean, this it's is. It's so validating. Yes. Because you know that that fucking nice guy. Oh, I'm just from Eureka, Missouri. Just a small town. I'm a simple boy with simple pleasures. I'm just looking for love. Yeah. By I the just want to be a dad so bad. I'm not going to go down on you or anything. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't care about female orgasms. This guy, I just feel like this whole time, everyone has known that he was going to show his ass eventually. Mm -hmm. And here we are. America, here's Clayton's ass. The only thing that I feel excited about is it looks like his dad really calls him out on his shit next week. Yes, good, good. His dad, uh, get in line, Clayton's dad behind us. So yeah, Clayton says, I might be falling in love with all three of these women. You I might. can't do that voice the whole time. I'm not, but uh, we're doing it a little bit. Well, I know I'm not going to do it the whole it time. All right, what am I beating this joke into the ground? What do you have for us? <laughs> I have that same quote. He says, I might already be in love with Susie. He That's might a lot indeed. of mites. A lot of mites, a lot of coulds, a lot of woulda couldas. Coulds and butts or candy <laughs> and nuts. Every day would be good drunk-a-fest. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says it's time to quit being guarded and that he's done holding back. I love how they always say this on the Fantasy Suite Week. Yeah, it's time I mean, to really let myself out. Yeah, it's let time go. to really let down my walls. Yeah, my <laughs> quote-unquote walls. <laughs> this episode was incredibly sexual. Yeah. I mean, they they go into a volcano. Yeah, there are geysers. There are hot springs. There is steam. There's cold mist. I mean, Lord, I wanted to have sex with the TV. Okay. And I did. (laughs) (laughs) Now is a good time to say I did. I'm sorry. We need a new TV now. Um, the women, meanwhile, are silently sitting on a couch <laughs> while a literal clock is ticking in the background. I, our um, listener, Colin, emailed and said that he loves that they're putting all the people together for the fantasy suites, and I concur. They've done that for like two or three years now. Yeah. They definitely did not always used to do that. And I just like it that someone obviously made a conscious choice to be like, you know what would be awful for yes. these people? Let's make them hang out before and after they all bone the same person. Yes. I mean, it's diabolically awful. But here we are watching these three people stare at each other and Susie saying, it's weird, but I'm happy to see you all. Then, welcome to the panic attack room. Oh, I've been there, Susie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've checked into the panic attack room a time or two. Uh, Gabby, meanwhile, is trying to be cool. Susie is already clearly freaking out. Gabby, on the other hand, says, uh, I don't want there to be anything off limits between us. That means butt stuff. I was going to say. I have in my notes, in all capital letters, butt stuff. She says, I'm so excited (laughs) to really explore each other. Did you, you were going to make the same butt stuff joke? Uh, I was going to make something along yeah. the way. Yeah, okay, was, yeah, yeah, I have yeah. in caps, yeah. I was going to say anal. But yeah, same, 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 same thing. thing. Yeah. I mean, it's six of one, half dozen of the other. Uh, Jesse comes in and explains how the fantasy suites work, right. as if this isn't the 26th fucking season of this show. Well, what? you know who needs an explanation of how the fantasy suites work? Susie. <laughs> so <laughs> some people might not know. And then uh, Jesse took his fingers and made a round thing and then shoved his <laughs> index finger through it. <laughs> 
Um, all right, Rachel gets the first fantasy suite date. The d- date card says, let's see how deep our love can go. I love the cut scene at the end was them being like, scuba diving? Is it Spel- going under spelunk- spelunking? spelunking? No, it's boning, you yeah. idiots. <laughs> it's a deep dicking. It's ha- yes, it is deep dicking indeed. All right, so uh, Susie says if all goes well with Clayton, they could be spending some intimate time together. So listen, I mean, Clayton is a dick, and we will get to that at length. Susie also does not seem to quite understand until this moment how the program that she's on works. No, she does understand it. You don't have to sleep with someone in the fantasy suites, first of all. There are, have been several contestants that have chosen not to do that. So that's, I feel like, she understands that. And as she said, I feel like sometimes you don't know how you're going to feel about something until it happens. That is true. You don't have to bone in the fantasy suites. You can use that time to just get to know the person. You don't have to bone in the fa- So here's my overall take. We're just going to get to it, I Susie guess. Susie gets it. I, I do, I, here's my take. Here's my take. Oh. And you're welcome to disagree mm-hmm. as I mansplain. Here's my take. <laughs> the... Uh, <laughs> we need that guy we right need now. that clip that to build this awkward Mid-a-bop. silence Mid-a-bop. was that one of the connors that yeah, did that i feel like there the were 12 non, connors non-cat, non-cat connor. connor okay so the idea that you would not want your future fiance to have sex and tell with and tell two other women that he loves them is incredibly reasonable like ridiculously reasonable standard. I believe that Susie should have been reasonable enough to not come on this program if that was her reasonable standard. I for stand by my argument that I don't think, A, I don't think the contestants know how difficult that is until you're in it. Also, I don't think that all of the leads actually quote unquote fall in love with every person. I don't even think that Clayton has done that. Well sure. But I think I don't think that it's unreasonable to think, okay, well I'm gonna go on it. But if it's me, even if he can't like make it completely obvious that he's doing things differently, like he'll choose to do things differently out of respect for me being there in the end. I think that is a delusional well, perspective. I guess call <laughs> me a delusion. <laughs> call me call a me, fool. Call me delusion. I don't think it is. I think it. So other than Colton, can you name a bachelor who didn't have sex with more than one person in the fantasy suites? Emily Maynard. That's not a bachelor. Oh, a bachelor? A bachelor. A well, man. Oh, oh, I get it. So there's just a double standard where the guys should be expected to fuck all they want. No, the women can fuck all they want too. Yeah. Women are welcome to fuck all Rachel they want. Rachel didn't. Okay. Rachel Lindsay. Okay. And also, who knows? Like, Ben Higgins probably didn't. He's all sorts of religious. Although Clayton is also, or yes, Clayton, Colton. All of, Colton, them, all Clayton. of them claim to be. Sure, yeah. Right? Well, Clayton claims that late in the show as he's yelling at a woman. He claims I mean, to be super religious. It's, it's just, yeah, right. My faith showed me that you're a real cunt. <laughs> My faith tells me you're a terrible person. What's that, God? She's a monster. God says you're a bitch, Susie. <laughs> God says you should have put out. I mean, fuck this guy. So, and again, I am not defending Clayton in any way. All I'm uh, saying. It sounds like it. No, no, no. All I'm saying is I think there are some people who are too good 
for this situation and that Susie is one of those people. That's fine. But I believe that the lead can also be too good for it. And if they are, a, if, if they, I don't know. I mean, I also feel like it depends on the like stance that they take. Like, I feel like Clayton would be pissed if he went on this show and, and this happened to him. Oh, of course. Oh, absolutely. Like, meanwhile, I feel like, Pete, Peter, Pilot Pete, wouldn't care, right? right? Like, that guy was there to fuck. No, and that's what, again, like, Susie, all respect in the world for the position that, like, you know, if I'm going to get engaged to someone in two days, I would rather them not have just had sex with two other people. Again, totally reasonable. Sense. Some people are just too reasonable for the, to be on this show. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Like, yeah. some people just have standards that elevate them above it doesn't take much i feel like Susie's mistake was thinking that clayton could like pull himself out of the the like dynamic of the show and think more in terms of like a real world scenario of like okay well if i genuinely think that this is her this is probably the smarter decision that I could, should make, even though I have the chance to bone these two yes. girls in the fantasy suites. And Clayton obviously is not nearly the uh, the person that's going to do that. No, of course not. And again, that's I'm not. I gotta get some water. Okay, get Sorry. some water. Get some water. I gotta, cal- oh, okay. I gotta calm down. All right, are you hydrated to continue this conversation? Let's move on. Okay, we'll we get also, we'll get gonna, back to yeah, it. We'll I get mean, back to it. Sorry. To it. All right, all right. You brought so, it up. No, I did bring it up. Okay, so Rachel's on the one-on-one. They are riding in a helicopter. Mm-hmm. When I was flying in the helicopter. Uh, so Clayton says, so legitimately, so I guess here, I'm sorry, I'm going to go right back to this again. Do you, like, he seems to genuinely have feelings for all three of these women. Like, I think he is confused and his yeah, Tyrannosaurus, sure. bre- st- like, size brain can't yeah. process this situation. Because he says, Rachel and I have the strongest physical connection. You can't separate us if you tried. I love the idea that, like, <laughs> a high school dance uh, supervisor from Footloose is going to come in and try to separate <laughs> the two of them. Shove a ruler between them in the helicopter. Leave room for God. <laughs> They're flying over a volcano, and he says, Rachel and I have this really explosive connection. That means he came in his pants. <laughs> did you have a question that you wanted to ask? No, no, I didn't. You did. You started off with a question. You were like, I don't understand. Or... No, my question was, do you really think that he has feelings for all three of these women? We did it. I mean, yeah, I think he has feelings for all of them. I don't think he's in love with all of okay, them. Okay, that's exactly what I was asking. Yeah. Um. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, you're up. You're mm, up. Mm, 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 this is awkward. E- do it. Do it. Uh, he says that he's been holding back to protect himself with Rachel, but he has to give in, even though it's scary. Um. They get in the middle of the volcano and they talk about her hometown date, and she kind of like prompts him. She's clearly trying to get him to say, "I love you," because um, she asks if he has any reservations about her, and he's like. Nope. Um, (laughs) Do you have any feelings of love for me, Clayton? She says she's been vulnerable this whole time and that she needs him to give vulnerability back. 
And uh, I just have to mention again, I already mentioned how sexual this is. Clayton is there riding the elevator into the volcano, which might as well be a shot of a train going into a tunnel. Um, says, I can't wait to see what the inside looks like. I can only imagine. Well, you know what a great way to see that is, Clayton. <laughs> to get down at eye level. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine. Um, yeah, Gabby and Susie are kind of back talking about talking about the fantasy suites again. Gabby repeats that she wants him to explore all of the other relationships inside and out. (laughs) Uh, Meanwhile, Susie says that she doesn't necessarily feel the same way. Yes. So, I mean, Gabby and Susie are on opposite ends of the spectrum here. Do you believe Gabby's claim that she wants him to? I don't know, because she seems like she freaks out next week when he tells them. That's true. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Because it's an interesting stance. Her point seems to be like, I want you to try everybody out and choose me in the end. Knowing that I'm the best. Yeah, knowing that I'm the best lay. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, for this show, I get get that. I do see her argument. Right. I mean, that is the right stance to have for this program. I think to actually be able to to put that into practice and and really be okay with it would be very difficult. Again, I mean, I, I the point I'm making overall is that being okay with your fiance sleeping with two other women days before the engagement is stupid. Yeah. And <laughs> so Susie has a very good point. It's just that's the nature of this show. And other than Colton, I can't think of a bachelor who has resisted that temptation. You don't know. All right. Um. Robin, actually, you know what, Robin? You're fired. I'm doing this work myself. <laughs> I mean, so what? Ari slept with a couple Just of the women. Just carry the pot. I'm going to Ari slept up. with a few of the you're, women. You're speaking. You don't even remember that. No, because Kendall was like, I can't walk. Because I'm so, or what did she say? She's like, Kendall made that comment where she was like, or Ari was like, I'm all bent out of shape. And Kendall's like, you're dirty. And he's like, no, I meant like emotionally. So it was very clear that they had sex. Okay. And uh, Ben Higgins definitely did it with uh, Raven because she made like a big, she did like a no, dance through a field. I don't, that wasn't, that wasn't Ben Higgins. Who, that was Nick. Nick. Thank you, Nick See, Vial. You even, yeah. You can't even remember who they all it's are. It's a lot of people. Nick, Nick Vial definitely did it with Raven and Vanessa because Raven like danced through the fields like it was the sound of music. Because the the sex was so good. Uh, While viewers assume that most participants hook up behind closed doors, some participants, including Sean Lowe and Matt James, how about that? Matt James. Okay. Okay. Chose to remain abstinent during the reality dating competition. Okay, that's fair. Matt James was a recent (laughs) Bachelor contestant. Yeah. So that is a fair So there you go. Okay. Again, I just think... Susie has standards that are above this television program. Well, I mean, that's probably true. (laughs) I think it's very clear that it's definitely true. Meanwhile, Clayton on their night date, I have in my notes that Clayton's suit jacket looks like shit. He uh, wears that like patterned suit jacket that uh, has like big giant checks on it. Sorry, I'm looking through this article that's talking about all of them sleeping together. Ben Flonick. Oh, Ben Flonick had sex with probably random women on the street. That guy was very excited to be found desirable. Whoa. What? 
Andy Dorfman and Nick Vial, the former bachelorette called sex with Nick, quote unquote, lady boner killing in her memoir. Oh, this is sex. Damn it. Kiss me. Love on me. And if you can't talk without making an utter fool of yourself, then stay silent. Oh, Lord. Before adding the experience was not mind blowing. Oh, man. Yeah. Also excerpts. But he's a doctor. (laughs) Also excerpts from Anna's memoir describing (laughs) marital relations. Oh. oh man nick i hear you i feel you buddy i'm sorry yeah um all right so clayton's uh, out to dinner with rachel it's the night portion of their date he says i'll just come out and say it i'm falling in love with you and uh he made it sound like he was gonna like break up with her or something which is a great way to tell somebody that you're falling in love with them to lead up with like i haven't been totally honest with you yeah i have something really serious <laughs> i have to tell you that's a great way to lead up to the idea that you're falling in He's love like, i kind of wish i had told you earlier <laughs> but i love a ruse I'm falling in love with you <laughs> i love leading with a ruse when you're falling in love with someone all right um, she says that she has searched her whole life to feel this way Oh, I'm sorry, Rachel. And then the next morning, they uh, make eggs. <laughs> Is that some sort of sexual euphemism? Nope. They make scrambled eggs. They actually scrambled eggs all over my face. So uh, Clayton says, hopefully we'll fall in love more tomorrow morning than we were tonight. Um, and this is the one. So first of all, they have um, in the morning very gross kissing noises. Even these were too much for me. I can't imagine mm-hmm. you. You must have covered your ears. It's uh, it's not great. Yeah, it's not what you want to hear. Yeah, so uh, Clayton says, I've never felt so open. And that's what Rachel said, too. Um, and Rachel said it was a good night. And uh, as he says that they had a near perfect night. Near perfect. Whoa. Near perfect. I wonder what wasn't perfect about it. Um, and then as she's walking away, Rachel calls from the balcony in a Romeo and Juliet style moment. I love you. And Clayton says, I love you too, Rachel. That annoyed me that he did that with both girls. Yes. He does it to Gabby. You knew he was going to do it to Susie. Oh too, yeah. If he had the chance. Well, again, like get the fuck out of there, Susie. Like he's told two other women that he loves them. Yeah. Like <laughs> leave. Like you need to a- abandon this situation as soon as possible. I also felt like Rachel was kind of like smug when she comes back. Yeah, oh yeah. Cause she says like, I'm really sorry. What are you sorry for bitch? Like he's about to plow these other two uh, girls right, too. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, you, you only you seduced him. Yeah. yeah. Right, he's definitely going to say no to these other two women. Clayton also says, there was nothing that could have went any differently or any better. That's great grammar, buddy. (laughs) So uh, Susie says, I didn't sleep great. Neither did Rachel, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Um, And Susie said, obviously their relationship reached new levels. I just love how much they have to talk around the fact that they have sex. Like, they're just like... Their intimacy is very intense. Like just the, mm-hmm. the youth and they can't just be like, well, I guess it they was do. good sex. Right. They do at some points just say like he's having sex with them. But there's also a lot of like talking. Oh, yeah. Around there's it. a lot of talking around it for sure. Yeah. All right. All right. Gabby uh, goes on the next date. Mm-hmm. She is riding in a dune buggy they tell us that it was they a dune do buggy. thank you bachelor we appreciate it they're After doing all this these years just for us at this point little dune buggy in the black sand no 
made what? that on the last dune i know buggy that day. but it's a dune buggy date i've got to and make then you that. played like 20 minutes of that song on right. whatever episode that was sure that so, three minute song i played 20 you, minutes of i it. feel like you played like two minutes of it <laughs> when you should have played a 20 second all right clip. you know what listener i'm gonna play none of That's little correct. dune buggy okay I loved, I, I do like Gabby a lot, and she does this adorable thing in her, like, talking head interview where she imitates driving a dune buggy, which I thought was cute. She's funny. Yeah. I mean, I like her a lot. Yeah. I've seen arguments for whether she would make a good bachelorette. I feel like she would. Me too. She's yeah. funny. She's cute. Yeah, no, I think she would. She has a lot of personality. I mean, we went down this road with Katie where we were like, oh, she would be a fun bachelorette. Nope, I never thought that. You never that. thought that. That's true. You were ahead and of the curve. was I correct? You are correct, sir. Yeah. You are correct, sir. I knew that yeah. she was going to suck. You knew from the get-go. Yep. Yeah, but Gabby I like. Mm-hmm. And also Gabby made it to the top three, which is a relevant credential mm-hmm. for being the bachelorette. I have great instincts on people. You, you do have good instincts on people. Mm-hmm. And that's why you hate most people. Because most people are terrible. Correct. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, that is true. Um, She says, I trust Clayton with my heart, but not so much when it comes to this dune buggy. I wouldn't trust him with either, Gabby, but that's half of a good instinct. So uh, Gabby wants Clayton to explore his options and choose her, though she says, I know I couldn't end up heartbroken. That's scary as hell. Clayton, meanwhile, says, I choo-choo choose you. <laughs> now, usually that's my line, but uh, mm-hmm. I appreciate you coming in. Are you going to do the dune buggy line next? And uh, Maybe. Yeah, you should. Clayton says, today's date went really well. This is as good as it gets. Call me Jack Nicholson <laughs> and Diane Keaton. <laughs> that's uh, Helen Hunt. Oh, I was, yeah. what's that one? Something's got to give. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Lord, they're just that's... different phrases. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's a phrase that could have been a Jack Nicholson movie that wasn't? That could have been like a... Right, that could have been like a Nancy Myers Jack Nicholson uh... movie. Like, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. <laughs> <laughs> a million to one. Yeah, uh... there it is. That's it. Yes, a million to one starring Jack Nicholson and... How about this? Okay. Take it or leave it. Yes. All of these could have been great (laughs) Diane Keaton, Jack Nicholson movies. Okay. Um, Clayton is wearing a terrible sweater. Again. I just need to point that out. It is a waffle knit. (laughs) Bright or like... Like, looks like the color of a um, safety cone. Where does this gentleman buy his clothes? He must buy it at, like, the Mr. Big and Tall store. <laughs> Big summer blowout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he uh, is wearing a terrible sweater. He should have put that terrible jacket they on over it. They are both bad dressers. Because, listen, I tell you what, I love Gabby, but I'll be damned if that dress that she was wearing wasn't just, like, a slip. Was it? I didn't. I didn't notice. Pretty yeah. sure it was just meant to I'm, be like an undergarment. I'm surprised I didn't notice that. Hold on, our mic. Pretty sure are... my my grandmother used to wear that under her actual dress. <laughs> so okay. yeah, hold on to the mic. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, yes. Yes, that's too bad. Hang on. Who gang? The mics are fixed, and I can hear myself again. Phew. All right. So they're at dinner, and uh, Clayton pulls a Clayton and says. I've realized that I'm falling in love with you. I mean, he does the exact same thing on every day. Like you, I feel like if he would have had an overnight date with 20 women, that he would have done this with every single one of them. I mean, I feel like he basically told that one girl that left on the first episode, like, I'm pretty sure I love you. (laughs) He Mosby'd her. Yeah. He Mosby'd the crap out of her. He stole her a blue French horn. 
Um, Clayton says they, this igloo was pretty cool. Oh, it was super cool. Yeah, that's a great says, overnight date. We're doing it in style tonight. Oh, oh they're doing off. it. Yeah, they're doing it in style. Strawberries and champagne, hot tub in the fantasy suite. Yeah, and meanwhile, in one of the more elegant metaphors that the show has ever given us, Susie walks down a spiral staircase. And says, I'm spiraling. <laughs> this I is like a like, yellow wallpaper where moment did they or something. find this spiral staircase for Susie to descend? <laughs> this staircase represents my soul right now. <laughs> she says, for me, sex is connective with somebody. I don't know what to do. I just feel sad because I feel like it's ending, much like this spiral staircase. Yes, I've reached the bottom of this spiral staircase. So, yeah, again, she is being... Can you not hear me again? No, there we I go. can't. Okay, I can't hear myself. This is a real mess, oh. gang. There we go. I can hear myself again. Yeah, Whew. I usually get that mic. Yeah. Oh, that's... A pro- oh, no, this is the one that I put the post-it on because it's bad. I usually try to give myself huh. the bad mic. <laughs> yeah, it's got an orange post-it on it's it nice so that you know sacrifice. that it's bad. Yeah, see, I feel like you deserve the good mic because mm. your jokes are funnier mm. and people don't really need to hear me burping as loud. Well, that's true. So there's that. Yeah, so... um yeah, Susie is spiraling. She feels like Clayton, if he's going to be her fiance, probably shouldn't be fucking two other women in two consecutive nights. Again, fair. Meanwhile, Gabby says that them having sex didn't feel like the first time with somebody new. It just felt like fun. Just no a pressure. fun time. Just a romp in the hay. <laughs> she later tells the girls, we rode dune buggies on black sand beaches. Is that a euphemism, Gabby? Or is that... Uh... <laughs> Doom riding a dune buggy on a black sand beach. I don't know. That's a pretty complicated. Euphemism. I don't know what the kids say these days. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we've had a bunch of these wink, that we've wink. learned. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, Gabby rolls back in, and Susie tells her, "You have been." <laughs> I loved that. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. It was from rolling around in the bed with Clayton. She's like, that's because we fucked so much, <laughs> Susie. I've got sex hair. <laughs> it's just a bunch of jizz that I have to comb through my hair. Might as well be something about Mary yeah. over here. Um, Clayton realizes that there is a quote thousand percent chance that he's going to shatter somebody. Okay, don't flatter yourself, buddy. Well, and also, we already learned that height is not always proportionate <laughs> to dick size. I'm pretty sure he meant emotionally, but I like your interpretation of it. <laughs> He's going to shatter a pelvis. I'm going to shatter you. <laughs> oh, God. I just don't want to hurt anybody. I'm like, going right. to. Okay. Well, again, like, why are you on this show? I, people don't seem to. Like, it's the 26th season of this show. Like, I get you don't know until you're in it, but we've watched 25 seasons of people go through this. Like, it's the same thing over and over again. Like, I'm going to have to hurt somebody to choose my wife. Um, Susie is going into the day saying that she's hoping for the best and that she maybe got worked up for no reason. No, she did Spoiler get worked alert, up for Susie, a reason. <laughs> you did get worked. You, yes. you were correct. Yes, you are indeed correct. Hoping for the best, but expecting the worst. Are you going to drop the bomb or not? Um, they go to the Sky Lagoon, which is hot springs, and they do a... Bunch of back and forth between hot and cold and hot and cold. And Susie astutely says, much like our relationship. (laughs) Okay, Katy Perry. Mm -hmm. 
this reminded me so when they go under the cold mist it reminded me of that cryotherapy we did with your dad yeah that one time yes and then my parents continued to do it and my mom passed out and <laughs> fell out naked in the cryotherapy room and then had to quit because she was too embarrassed to go back that's the story she wanted told to a thousand <laughs> listeners as well you're welcome <laughs> public yeah we did uh, we all did it you me your sister all did the cold it therapy awful. it was a nightmare i hate being cold i gave birth without drugs and that cryotherapy like two minute treatment was worse we moved a thousand miles because i didn't like being cold in pennsylvania mm-hmm. that's essentially why we moved and yet we paid good money to be cold uh they make out a bunch like they do a scrub and mm-hmm. they're in the shower and then Susie just looks like beautiful and like kind of wet and like her cheeks are all flushed. Clayton, meanwhile, looks like that thing you do when you're swimming as a little kid and you duck your head over and then say that you're George Washington. <laughs> like his hair was so awful in that scene. Well, it's like boiled ramen, right? After you boil the ramen. But it's, it's like in that scene, it was it didn't look like ramen because it was so waterlogged. <laughs> it was like if you forgot ramen for like three days in a pot. That's what I'm getting at. I'm telling you, it looked exactly like when you pretend to be yeah. George Washington in your neighborhood pool. Yeah. No, again, all three of these women are vastly too good for Clayton. I don't know what any of them is doing right now. Um, but yeah, so Susie, I did, I want to jump back really quickly to their entrance, Susie's entrance where she's walking across the beach and there's like so much wind. She's like, I can't make this cute. I'm yeah, sorry. Like, I, I can't jump like, into I your can't arms. Do the jump. Yeah, I can't and do it. Foreshadowing for the dick that he is, Clayton's like, do it. Do the jump. No, everyone else has jumped into my arms. Do it. You have to do that. Fuck you. Yeah. All right. So, you want to get into the dick that Clayton is? I yeah. mean, at this point. So, um, he says, I have every intention tonight of telling Susie that I'm in love with her. Um, so, they get to the night portion of the date and. I mean, basically, it just all goes to shit. So she says that there are things that she's unwilling to compromise on. Um, Well, first of all, he says that he realized in Croatia that he was falling in love with her. He says, I'm in love with you. To which Susie says, oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, gosh. And then she says, uh, in knowing, this is a quote, in knowing that there's an engagement in a week, there are things that I can't compromise. Um, I have to tell you where I'm at with my expectations that I'm not willing to let go of. I know you just told me that you're in love with me, but do you feel that way about someone else? Or have you slept with another woman? And then she says, to move forward with an engagement, if that had happened, would be impossible. And again, so let me ask you a question. I don't want to even be the person who's like, well, the play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Should she have communicated this expectation earlier? Okay, so I do. I see both sides of that a little bit. She says, I didn't want to ask you to do that. I didn't want to give you an ultimatum. Like, I didn't want to tell you what to do. But I hoped that ultimately, if you did come to the realization that deep down you thought it was me, you knew it was going to be me, that you on your own would decide that you wanted to protect me in that moment. Or even if it wasn't Susie, I mean, again, I just think that that is, I, I, I think that that's, um, I see her point because I feel like if she had said, hey, I don't want you to sleep with any of these women on the fantasy suite dates, he would have 
freaked the fuck out. Like, he would have gotten mad. Um, and I think that her point of, like, I don't want that. It's like, it's like I feel like we have arguments like sure. that. Where I'm like, I want you to, to come to this realization on your own. Like, I don't want to tell you right. this is the, the way that you should do it. But you a, should know to do it on your own. But again, that sometimes feels like a trap. And this is, again, so to be clear, this is a totally... I, don't think, I wouldn't call it a trap. I would say that it's a test. Yes, that's, that's a good word for it. It's a test. And Clayton failed the test. He did fail. And because he failed the test, Susie is right to leave. Yeah. And so, again, I'm not... I, I'm team Susie on this. I'm just saying I think she probably would have been better off communicating this expectation earlier. I think she could have communicated... I don't think she necessarily had to give him an ultimatum. Right. I think she could have communicated more clearly, hey, I'm going to really struggle if you do sleep with these other women. Like, obviously, the final choice is yours, but you should know, excuse me, that's going to be a a problem for me. And to be fair, so so I wouldn't go on The Bachelorette, but if I did, like, I would not be, and I was the final person, I would not be able to handle the fact that The Bachelorette had slept with two other people days before. Yeah. And it's not like a sex shaming thing, like sleep with whoever you want. It's just like, if I'm getting engaged to someone and they just slept with two other people, like that's not okay. And uh, that's a totally reasonable expectation. But again, I think probably Susie might just be too good for this. Well, I I mean, I feel like that's probably (laughs) true. And And also, you know, you can think that she handled that incorrectly or think that, you know, there's two sides to this argument of like, well, she shouldn't have, you know, she needs to be okay with that. That's the kind of show it is. There is zero excuse for how Clayton acts Absolutely. after the argument. A hundred percent. There are not, there are not two sides to the way that Clayton responds to <laughs> he this. He is a dick. Yeah. He's a huge dick. Yeah. And this, again, you already said this, but like we I feel like we all knew this was just right oh, under the surface. Oh, it's right under the surface. Like that we the whole time we've known that like you this know, is who this guy really is. I even saw and I didn't think about this, but somebody said even the way that he like cut Sarah earlier in the season uh-huh. that he was just real cold and like very, you know, emotionless um and wasn't really willing to have a dialogue at all, any sort of communication. And I feel like that's, you know, happened here to the hundredth degree. Right. Well, so here's my argument ultimately of why Clayton is a terrible bachelor. Okay. So when there are two women yelling at each other with a stupid conflict, Clayton just sits there and listens. And then I got to go have a think on this. And walks away. But when someone makes a reasonable point about the future of their relationship, then he loses his shit. Right. And like it should have been the opposite thing where like, hey, Shanae and Elizabeth, shut up. Like this is a stupid argument. Hey, um, Susie, I'm sorry that we didn't communicate about this more clearly. Well, I I feel like Susie makes the strong like the point that we all (laughs) We're thinking when she's in the exit ride home and she's giving her interview and she says, I just thought we would have been better at getting through that conversation kindly. Yes. Exactly. Absolutely. He's just a jerk. I feel like he's mad because Susie's calling him out on his shitty behavior. Right. Doesn't matter if it's a part of the show. Like nobody forces you to fuck these other women. There are contestants that choose not to do it. So 
you know, it is kind of shitty. It just is. Well, and her calling him out on that just like ignites this douchebag flame in him where you can tell he's just, he doesn't want to be like publicly embarrassed. I feel right. like is what it is. So he right. lashes out. No. And well, and he, again, you know, there aren't, I, I think if you're going on this show as a woman or a man, you should understand that the contestant will probably sleep with the other people. But Clayton just doesn't even listen to her concerns. No. He's supposed to be in love with her. And he, like his claim is that he loves her. Like everything that she should be saying to him he ends up saying to her. Yeah. So he says, in my eyes, you just invalidated everything we have. No, that was you, right. Clayton. Yes. Like, you did that when you fucked these two other people. Right. He says, if your feelings were really true, I would think that you would want to work through this. Why? Right. Like, what? what does she owe you? Well, she was like, could we, I would have thought we could have gotten past this. How? Mm-hmm. That you were in love with her and you slept with two other people? Like, in what world? Again, this whole show is stupid and this entire premise is stupid. <laughs> And this is why people don't fall in love on this show. But in what world do you think you can sleep with two other women in two consecutive nights and then be like, but I love you. Let's get married. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just that's insanity. And, you know, equally or even like more infuriating is that Susie ends up apologizing to him. Like, no, Susie, don't apologize to him. He's an asshole. Well, and it culminates. I'm trying to get some of the horrible Clayton quotes. He's like, I don't even know who I'm looking at anymore. Right. This is BS. We're done. I have nothing more to say. And then he says, this is the last thing I'll say because of my faith. I believe that everything happens for a reason. Oh, is that why you fucked these other right. women? Right. Go because fuck of your yourself. Like, yeah, right. Screw yeah. off. I'm a man of faith and I just plowed two women because God told me to. God said it was okay, Susie. <laughs> God was always having sex with people to make Jesus. And again, the only thing that I'm looking forward to about the shit show of this ending season is that it seems like his dad is like, listen, son, you fucked up. Right. Well, and Clayton did. I mean, Lord. You screwed the pooch. Yeah, right. You screwed two pooches. And Rachel, too. Ayo. Ayo. Yeah, so, I mean, I just have in my notes, this is miserable to watch. Like, this is not I actually felt like it was very... I enjoyed watching it okay um because i felt like this whole season i have disliked him but it's like you can't completely sure. pinpoint why you're like and then here something it like is. this happens you're like that's yeah why. yeah no this is totally expected mm-hmm. i was not surprised at all to see this because we've had other bachelors who again have gotten mad but haven't lashed out like this or just i don't know what exactly his deal is but this is totally an unlike ethical way to act in this situation. It just situation. seems like he doesn't respect women and Correct. D- I mean yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no. Again, I think it all goes da- back to the fact that he won't go downtown. <laughs> That's what it all comes and you down know what, to. Clayton, it's all happening downtown. <laughs> So, yeah, anyways, this is a mess. Oh, wait, that's wrong. It's all happening at the zoo. (laughs) I do believe it. I do believe it's true. So, um... (laughs) The lights are much brighter there. (laughs) The lights are much brighter there. You can forget all your troubles, forget all your cares, just go. Down. Great. Xantelopes are missionary. (laughs) 
Yeah. So honestly, Susie, get out of there. You're too good for this. Like you dodged a bullet to not be engaged to Clayton. Like all three of these women are too good for Clayton. Most of the women on this season are too good for Clayton. Um, and so, you know, in the end, I think she's going to be okay. Yeah. She's going to be the bachelorette. You're right. Probably. Yeah. And so, yeah. So we have a two part finale next week, gang. So we are. We are headed to Florida. We are pulling a cliche and taking our family to Florida. James Franco style. (laughs) And what do they rob banks in that movie? What happens in that movie? We watched it like 10 years ago. Like in a hotel. Am I getting that confused? They're bank robbers. I can't remember. Is that right? That doesn't they sound right. Something happens. They get arrested. Yeah. I, and James Franco I sings Britney Spears. Like That's it. And James Franco sings Britney Spears on the piano and yeah. has that terrible cornrose like haircut. Jen told us to watch that and we wanted to. Right. And then I was like, what is this? And then and Jen had like a really deep interpretation and of we it like, that I was that like, that was weird. <laughs> that sucked. Um, so point being gang that it's, if you, uh, if Colleen was waiting for this episode to refresh, sorry, Colleen, you have to wait even longer for the next one to refresh because we'll we're going there. on to, we'll get we'll it. We'll get there. We'll get it. Don't worry. Hold your horses, Colleen. Just wait, Colleen. It's coming. Good things come to those who wait. So we will recap the finale, but it's going to be a while gang. Cause we're going to be doing keg stands on the beach with our children in Florida, but we will come back and we will be here for all of you the lights are much brighter there you can forget all your troubles forget all your cares just go down great this podcast is a part of the c-suite radio network for more top business podcasts visit c-suiteradio.com